Hello everybody, this is Divine Inspire with Shantae Jones. Thank you everybody for tuning in. I hope you're having a good day so far. Today we're going to talk about sin, we're going to address sin, we're going to come against the enemy, and we don't care if Satan get mad, because the truth will be exposed on today. Before we get started, let's pray. Father God, we thank you for this day. We thank you for everyone that has tuned in. Lord God, I ask that you bless your people. Lord God, I ask that you supply every need. Lord God, in the mighty name of Jesus, we come against sin on today. Lord God, we ask that your people, the scales fall off their eyes. Lord God, we pray that their ears be tuned to your word. Lord God, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord God, I ask that you just have a fresh anointing fall on me, Lord God. Oh God, I pray that you be my mouthpiece, Lord God. Don't let me say nothing that is not in your will, Lord God. I want your will to be done in my life so you can get the glory. Lord God, I ask that you bless your people, Lord God, so your people it will no longer be deceived from this moment forth. They will know the truth. They will know and understand the reason why things happen in their life is because the root is sin. But that sin is going to be plucked up from this moment forth. Lord God, I pray that this word go throughout the earth, Lord God. I pray that souls be saved, Lord God, in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray that people be delivered and set free, Lord God, from the hands of the enemy, Lord God, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord God. Sin will not have power over your people, Lord God. We will use the word of God as our weapon. We will use the word of God as our sword to cut down the enemy. And expose the enemy, the devil, for who he is. Lord God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Touch your people, Lord God. Lord God, bless your people, Lord God. Bless those that's not offended in your word, Lord God. Because your word is true, Lord God. Your word is a solid foundation, Lord God. Oh God, help us, Lord God. Help us. To yield to your word. Help us to be obedient. Obedient to your word, Lord God. To do what thus said the Lord. And Lord God, we be so careful to give you all the praise. We be so careful to give you all the glory. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Glory be to God. God is shifting me in a direction and I have to be obedient and I have to yield to what he is calling me to do. God is so good and he's just so worthy to be praised. He's so good and he's so worthy to be praised. A lot of times things happen in our life and we don't know why. We don't know why this is happening. But the reason why certain things happen in your life is because of sin. It's because of sin. The enemy is being exposed today. No longer will you be blind. 
No longer today will you be deceived. You will be set free because this word is going to set you free. This word is going to set you free and you're going to have a new walk. You're going to have a new talk and you're going to be able to conquer. You're going to be able to be able to tell the sin that it have no power over you. Because the flesh want to do what it want to do. We're human. I'm human. I'm human. We all have sinned and fell short of the glory, but we do not have to continue in sin. And this particular podcast is for everyone that tune in, but particularly this is for the ladies. This podcast is for you ladies. So tell your homegirl, tell your neighbor, tell your close friend, all the ladies you know. Tell them to tune in, tell them to go and find Divine Inspired with Shantae Jones. You can listen to the podcast from any platform. Any platform that offers a podcast. You can listen to this. And you will be blessed. You will be blessed by this word. You will be blessed by this word. Share this word. Ladies, a lot of times we get hurt. We get, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. We get tired of our man cheating on us. But let me tell you why your man cheat. Your man cheat on you is because you gave him permission. Yes, you gave him permission to cheat on you. You gave him permission to commit adultery. Yes, you gave him permission to lust at another woman and I know you're saying this lady crazy I ain't gave my man permission to step out on me yes you did and now you mad and now you hurt and you don't understand why why certain things happening to you well let's go to the word we're gonna break this word down we're going to break this word down so you can be free. You can't control what your man do. That's true. But you can control you. You can control what come out of your mouth. You can control what you say. You can control. You can control the situation. Let's break this, this word down. Let's go to the word. Let's go to Genesis chapter 16. Go to Genesis chapter 16. And we're going to read at the first verse. Okay. Some of you all are familiar with the story with Sarah and Abraham. But we're going to go over and we're going to break this word down. 
so you can understand what's really going on in your life. Starting with verse 1. Now, Sari, Abram's wife, bear him no children. And she had an handsmaid, an Egyptian, whose name was Hagar. Verse 2. And Sari said unto Abram, Behold, now the Lord hath restrained me from bearing. I pray thee, go in unto my maid. It may be that I may obtain children by her. And Abram hearkened to the voice of Sarah. You see, Abraham's wife have not conceived with a child ass of yet. So she desired to give her husband, Abraham, a child. So the scripture said, since she had in her mind, okay, she told Abraham, I haven't bear a child. You can have my maid. So you can obtain children now by her. That's what the scriptures say. And Abraham, which is her husband, he did like his wife said. He hearkened to his voice. So those of you that's been going through in your relationship, I'm going to say your marriage. Because if you're not married and you having sex outside of marriage, that's fornication and that's sin. So if you got a boyfriend and if you got a girlfriend and you having sex and you're not married, that's sin. So whatever you do, is not you're not going to prosper. Just flat out, you're not going to prosper. Okay? But for the ladies, you got a husband and y'all going through problems. Y'all going through struggles. Y'all get in an argument. A disagreement. So you tell your husband, you go do you. You go do you and I'm going to do me. You put your husband out. I don't care what you do. Are you, you really, you really saying that you don't care what your husband do. That's what you said. I don't care what you do. The devil is a lie. You do care what your husband do. You do not allow the enemy to come into your home and disrupt your marriage. You do not allow the enemy to tell you that it's okay for your husband to go out there and be with another woman. The devil is a lie. This is, this is what Sarah did. She told Abraham to go and be with her maid. Ain't nowhere in the world. I'm going to give my man permission to go be with another woman. That's not okay. 
That's not okay. You wait on God. God don't move like you do, sweetie. God move in his own timing. He's an all-knowing God. He know when to move. He know when to work things out for you concerning your marriage, concerning your situation. Just because you get in an argument, you don't get allow your husband to go out there and be with another woman. Let's read on. And verse 3 says, And Sarah, Abram's wife, took Hagar. And Sarah, Abram's wife, took Hagar, her maid, the Egyptian, after Abram had dwelt. Ten years in the land of Canaan and gave her to her husband Abram to be his wife. Sarah. Sarah took it upon herself. Instead of her praying to God, instead of her seeking God, instead of her falling on her knees, she going to take it upon herself and say, well, it's been 10 long years and I ain't had a baby. So you can just go ahead and take my maid and go ahead and have sex with her and let her have a baby for you. Verse 4. And he went in unto Hagar, and she conceived. And when she saw that she had conceived, her mistress was despised in her eyes. You see? You see what happened? The wife first gave her husband permission. Okay? Now... He did what his wife said. He went inside another woman. Okay. First of all, you don't want now another woman to have access to your husband. You don't want now another woman to allow your husband to go inside of her. But that's what happened. That's how Hagar conceived. That's how Hagar conceived. And now Sarah. Now, now the scripture says. She saw that she had conceived. Her mistress was despised in her eyes. Now they despising. They despising one another now. Now you mad at the woman now. Because she been with your husband. You mad with her. She mad with you. Of course. She don't have intercourse with your husband. She have conceived with your husband. Of course she's going to be mad. And of course she's going to have some type of attitude. Of course she's going to look feel some type of way. 
It all started with sin. You think y'all gonna be happy with one another? You think y'all gonna shake hands? Y'all gonna hug? Oh, it's okay. He been with her for a little while. Then he gonna come back home. The devil is a lie. From this day forward, you will not give your husband permission to be with another woman just because you get mad. And vice versa. And now you're mad. Now, see, that's why people get hurt. People get hurt. Some people get killed over somebody else's husband. And vice versa. Somebody get terribly hurt. People get heartbreaking. People go in deep depressions because of sin. Do not participate in sin. Don't participate in sin. Don't even, don't even entertain it. When you're going through problems, get down on your knees. Go into your secret closet and pray about the situation. You don't allow the enemy to talk in your head. Those thoughts. Those ungodly thoughts, you got to pull down. Yes, Lord, those strongholds. Anything that's coming against the word of God, you got to pull it down. Lay out before the Father in prayer. He's trying to get your permission. That's why the things are happening in your life. You don't understand, but that's why the things are happening in your life. He's knocking on your heart, trying to get your permission. It's something that he wants you to do for the kingdom of God. You keep being disobedient. You keep doing what you want to do, but you got to do what does said the Lord. You got to be obedient. You got to be attentive to the word of God. He said who he loved, he chased. He going to chase you down. The Spirit of God is going to chase you down. You're not going to get no peace. God said, I am a jealous God. Don't put nothing before me. You can't put nothing before God. That's the reason why a lot of things are happening in people's lives. A lot of things are happening in people's marriage. A lot of things are happening in people's relationship because of sin. Oh, God, I hear you. I feel you, Jesus. Help me, Lord. Help me, Jesus. Let's go to verse 5. And Sari said unto Abram, My wrong be unto thee. I have given my maid unto thy bosom, and when she saw that she had conceived, I was despised in her eyes. The Lord judge between me and thee. See? Now Sarah said, she said, she running to her husband complaining. See, Abraham, see, she don't like me no more. Of course she don't like you no more, honey. She pregnant. She feeling all different types of emotions. What you think your husband gonna do? You the one told him to do it. But he honor you now. He honor you. He honor what you say. Believe it or not, your husband is listening to you. 
He's trying to satisfy you. If you go out there and tell him to do something against the word of God, do not be surprised of the things that's going to happen. Praise God. Let's go to verse 6. But Abraham said unto Satan, Behold, thy maid is in thy hand. Do to her as it pleases thee. And when Sarah heard dealt hardly with her, she fled from her face. You see that? I told you, the, your husband is going to be on your side. That mistress ain't got nothing on you. He married you. He wanted to be with you. He committed to you. To death do you apart. He made a vow with you. Do you know that you got a covenant? You and your husband? Y'all are one? Y'all are one. You can't let nothing and nobody separate you. Draw you all apart. You can't take it upon yourself just because you think, okay, I don't think I'm cute. I don't got too fat. Oh, she got a better shape than me. Oh, she prettier than me. Her skin lighter than mine. Oh, her skin pretty. I got bumps in my face. The devil is a lie. God put you all together for a reason. You do not allow the enemy to talk in your head and give your husband permission to have commit adultery on you. He's trying to please you. In the end, Abraham pleasing his wife. She said, go be with my maid servant, hey. So she can have you a child. That's what he did. And so when she conceived with the child, Sarah went back running at Abraham complaining. And Abraham again trying to please his wife. And told her flat out, you can do whatever you want to do with her. I don't care. I don't care nothing about her. Basically, I don't care nothing about that lady. I just did it because you told me to do it. You can do whatever you want to do with her. That's what I'm trying to tell you, women of God. Ladies, your husband love you. He trying to please you. But you can't give him the permission to go out there and be with another woman. Whatsoever. When you having hard times, you need to pray. Go to a man or woman of God. Ask them to pray over your marriage. Go to counseling. Talk to people that's been married for a long time. Matter of fact, associate yourself with married couples. Don't be hanging out with single people. Like, like for one, single people are single. They can do single, live the single life, and do the things of the single life. You can't do those things when you're married. No more. You got to get a whole nother set of friends. A whole nother set of friends. But let me tell you now, God is still God is still good and he's still worthy. 
He's still good and he's still worthy to be praised. Because what the devil meant for our bad, God will turn the situation around for our good. Now, so far, we don't read in the scripture about Hagar. And we think Hagar. Hagar is the bad one in the scripture. Let me tell you. Hagar didn't do nothing wrong. She was trying to please the woman that was in charge of her, Sarah. God reigned on Hagar. He blessed the Hagar also. Let's read and find out what God did for Hagar. Verse 7. And the angel of the Lord found her by a fountain of water in the wilderness, by the fountain in the way to Shur. Verse 8. And he said, Hagar, Sari, may which comes thou, and whether will thou go? And she said, I fled from the face of my mistress. Sari, that's what she said. She's with child. Sarah started mistreating her, so she ran. She ran away. I, I can't blame her. When somebody start mistreating you and you feel like somebody gonna hurt you, somebody dogging you out, and you feel like you ain't done that wrong, you gonna run. You gonna run. But I tell you true, God is good. God is good. Because see, the Lord knows the Lord is good all the time. The Lord know Hagar didn't do nothing wrong. So God sent the angel. Praise God. Hallelujah, Jesus. God sent the angel to Hagar. To minister to her. And to talk to her. And ask her, where you going? Where you come? Where you come from, basically? Where you going and where you come from? The angel, the Lord knew that Hagar was in distress. So God will always send an angel to minister to us when we going through some things. You don't have to take it upon yourself to save your relationship. You don't have to take it upon yourself to do anything but call on the name of the Lord. He going to meet you right there where you are. Let's read read verse 9. And the angel of the Lord said unto her, Return to thy mysteries and submit thyself under her hands. And the angel of the Lord, verse 10, said unto her, I will multiply thy seed exceedingly, that it shall not be numbered for multitude. And the angel of the Lord said unto her, verse 11, Behold, 
thou art with child and shall bear a son and shall call his name Ishmael because the Lord has heard thy affliction. My God, God is good. God is worthy of all the praise. So even if you, ladies, even if you went out there, oh God, and had a baby from a married man, or had a baby out of wedlock. God gonna be there with you. God love you also. All you got to do is yield. Ask for forgiveness of your sin. See that a lot of times the root of problems in families is because so many times people have been hurt. And so, since they have been hurt through through um, a sexual relationship, they take it out on the children. They take it out on the children because they've been hurt in some type of way. You see, I have a blended family. Me and my husband. I had a child out of wedlock. And he also had children before we got married. And we had and we have children together. And I thank God for our blended family. But a lot of times children be hurt. Children don't understand what's going on. They don't understand why my mama and my dad are not together. Or why my daddy got another wife? Or why my my mother has another husband? And why my 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 mother ain't with my daddy? And vice versa. All of that confused me. Because you know why? It all started with sin. Yes, 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 yes. I'm talking about me. When I had my first child, I had him out of wedlock. So that's where the confusion, yes, Lord, it kidded on both sides started. That's where the confusion started. But God, grace and mercy, still, He kept me and He kept my son and my husband. He had his girls, he went married. He, he's still keeping them. He blessed them. He reigned, he reigned on the just as well as the unjust. God continued to keep me and my family, my children, through grace and mercy. But a lot of times that's why things happen is because of sin. See, Ladies, we have an obligation as a mother. Fathers, if you're listening, you have an obligation as a father to train up your children in the way that they should go. And the word won't depart from them. See, marriage is honorable. You gotta I don't you gotta bring your children up in the church and teach them the way. 
teach them not to have sex before they get married. So when they do have sex, they, they, they will be married to their spouse and then they can start children, start a family. I didn't know. I I was raised up in the church, but I don't know somewhere along the line. I, I don't think I missed. I, I think I missed something. I don't know. But it's our job, it's our duty as parents and fathers to train up our children and teach them the way. Teach them the way. So a lot of this hurt and a lot of this pain and this generational curses can be broken because we know the truth. And so many times, children have resent their father, resent their mother. Because of the sexual sin that their mother or their father committed. The reason why your your stepdaughter mad at you. And the reason why your stepson mad at you. It's all because of the root of what happened in the beginning. But this day far, we know, we know the truth. We know the truth. So we won't be continuing to live and be deceived, yes, Lord, by the enemy. So homes and families can be mended back together again. God is still able. He is still able to mend together the broken heart. To set the captive free. It's a lot of hurt. It's a lot of pain. In our families. And it's all because of sin. A lot of people can't let things go because the root of it is sin. Oh God, to God be the glory. Yes, this word, this word was so good. In chapter 16, regarding Sarah, regarding Abraham, and regarding Hagar. And as you read on, if we wait on God, God is still a just God. He blessed Sarah with a child at her old age. We got to wait on God. We can't take things in our own hand and then expect. For God to move in our mess when it comes to sin. And it just blessed me because Hagar, God blessed, God blessed her son. Because see, God made a covenant with Abraham. God, God said, I'm going to bless you and your seeds. God still made a covenant with Abraham. Abraham is the father of many nations and also Sarah. She's the mother of many nations. God will still bless you. But sin, we can no longer live our life in sin. And then I know you say, well, what about grace? What about grace? Okay. In Romans, let's go to, let's see. Let's go. 
let's go to Romans, the sixth chapter. Wait a minute. Before we go to Romans, the sixth chapter, let's 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 go to First Corinthians, the sixth chapter, starting with the eighteenth verse. First Corinthians, the sixth chapter, starting with the eighteenth verse, and it reads: Flee fornication. Every sin that a man doeth is without the body. But he that committed fornication sin against his own body. If you're not married, ladies, I know you want a man. I know you got needs. You say you got needs. But the word is the word. And the word is not coming back void. And the word is going to cut you like a two-edged sword. We got to live holy and sin. We can no longer live our life in sin. The word clearly say that we need to flee from fornication. If you're not married, you no longer from this day forward need to continue in sin by committing fornication and having sex with someone that is not your wife or someone that is not your husband. And I come against same-sex marriages in the name of Jesus. It's abomination in God's sight. No, 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 no. Let's not get it twisted. Let's go on to the 19th verse. What now ye know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost? which is in you, which ye have of God, and ye are not your own. See, the Holy Ghost lives inside of you. Jesus lives inside of you. You do not want to defile the temple. You defile the temple when you commit sin. When you commit sin, you defile the temple. And that's not okay to defile the temple. Let's go on to verse 20. For ye are bought with a price. Thank you, Jesus. My God, my God. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which is which is our God. See, you bought with a price. It's a price you're going to pay for sin. If you continue to live in sin, the wages of sin is death. The wages of sin is death. We don't want you to die in your sin. That's why I'm on this podcast preaching, teaching, so you'll know the truth. Don't say you don't know the truth now when you don't hear this word. You know the truth now. You know the truth. The Holy Spirit living inside your body, you can't live any kind of way. It's a disgrace. It's a dishonor. It's a dishonor to you. It's a dishonor to the body. It's a dishonor to the body of Christ. It's a dishonor to God who is living inside of you. How? The Lord God can't dwell in an no unclean place. Unclean spirit. Let's read a little bit farther. Let's go on to chapter 7 in 1 Corinthians. Chapter 7, 
Now, concerning the things which for ye wrote unto me, it is good for a man not to touch a woman. Mm-hmm. See, that's where a lot of things happen. Because, ladies, don't let a man touch you. I'm serious. If you're single, don't let a man touch you. Don't let a man touch you. If you're married, the only man that should touch you is your husband. And if you touch a man, all this hugging is out of place. You give him a handshake and keep it moving. If you got to exchange something, that's understandable. But you know the kind of touching that I'm talking about. Verse 2 in chapter 7, let's read. Nevertheless, to avoid fornication, let every man have his own wife and let every woman have her own husband. And that speaks for itself. God designed somebody specifically for you that understands you. Ladies, if you are already married, you already know what I'm talking about. If you got a husband, God designed that husband for you. Fellas, if you got a got a wife, God designed that wife just for you. We gonna stop from this day forward being with somebody else's husband and somebody else's wife. Okay, the scripture clearly tell us to avoid it, to avoid fornication. That's what it is. Sin. Okay? And ladies and gentlemen, fellas, if you're not married, okay, I understand. You wait and hold yourself. That's what you need to do. Hold yourself and wait on the Lord to send you your husband. Wait on the Lord to send you your wife. Therefore, you got plenty of time to serve God wholeheartedly with your whole heart, mind, and soul. You can just give it all you got because you're single. Don't tell me you can't wait. Because the scripture clearly telling us in verse 2 of chapter 7 in 1 Corinthians that every man... And every woman need to have their own wife and their own husband. Devil, you is a lie. The devil is father lies. He want to deceive you. Verse 3. Let the husband render unto the wife due babblings. And likewise, also the wife unto the husband. Wives, we must love our husbands. Fellas, husband, you must love your wife. You need to do all you can for her. Do all you can for him. Y'all one flesh. Four. Let's read. The wife have not power of her own body, but the husband. And likewise, also the husband had not power of his own body, but the wife. So wives, your body belongs to your husband. Okay. Whatever your husband want to do with your body, that's what y'all do in y'all bedroom, behind closed doors. Do what you do. Same with husbands. That's your wife. Do what you do when it comes to your wife. Can't nobody tell you what to do when it comes to your wife. God will bless it now. God will bless your union. God will bless, God will bless you in the bedroom. I'm just saying, husband and wife. 
Verse 5. Defraud ye not one the other. Except it be with, with consent for a time. Okay. I'm going to stop right now. That's how problems come into marriages. Because the wife ain't giving it up. Okay? Just go ahead and see it. The wife ain't giving it up. And the husband ain't giving it up. Okay. You can't tell your husband that he can't get none. And wives, you can't tell. Why, uh, wives, you can't tell your husband that he can't get none. And husband, you can't tell your wife that she can't get none. Y'all need to have relations and be with each other. It's beautiful. It reduces the stress. The, the Bible clearly tells us not to do that. Except for, you know, a short period of time. And we, we can finna find out when we can tell our spouse that we can't have sex with them. Okay? It says that ye may give yourselves to fasting, okay, and prayer, and come together again that Satan tempt you not for your incontinuancy. So, the only time that you're supposed to um, humble yourself and not have sex with your spouse, with your husband or your wife, is when you're fasting and when you're praying. Okay, when you're seeking the Father and when you're fasting, that's when you do not have sex. Because we're honoring the Father, we're honoring the Scripture, we believe in the Word of God wholeheartedly, and we're going to do what does say the Lord, regardless of how we feel. All these feelings, we got to make this flesh come under the submission of the Holy Ghost now. Because if we don't fast and we don't pray, we ain't going to last. Okay, because see, when you stop having sex with your wife, and when you stop having sex with your husband, that's when you're allowing Satan to come in. Okay, let's be real. Lost is a sin, but okay, your husband cheating on you. That's what you say, my husband cheating on me, my wife cheating on me. Okay, when the last time you had sex with him? When the last time that y'all had relation? You mean tell me you don't win a whole month and y'all done had sex? Shame on you. And you wonder why he cheating on you? You ain't giving it up. You need to, you need to give it up. You need to, you need to uh, tell all uh, your shit. Cut that phone. Let me tell you what you do. Cut that phone now. Thank you, Jesus. Cut the phone off. Cut the TV off. Tell these folks, cut Facebook off, all the social media platform off, and be with your wife and be with your husband on a regular basis. If you wear your husband out and you wear your wife out, she ain't gonna have time. I don't even wanna wanna be with nobody else. Cause I ain't gonna tempt you now. The scripture tell us in verse 5 that Satan is going to tempt you. You getting tempted easily when you don't have sex with your wife and have sex with your husband. Devil, you is a lie. P. 
people knowing the truth today. Glory be to God. God is so good. And let's let's just God is just so good. Let's jump down to verse 9. But if they cannot contain, let them marry. For it's better to marry than to burn. Okay? It's better to marry than to burn. If you're in a relationship and y'all been in this relationship for years, let me tell you something, devil. You is a lie commander, hands of the enemy that take his hands off you in Jesus' name. That from this day forward, you will not live in sin. You will stand up boldly before the enemy and tell the enemy this day, I will not have sex with you. If you won't marry me, give them a deadline to marry you. You won't continue to live in sin. We don't know the day. We don't know the minute. We don't know the hour when the son of man coming back. We cannot live unholy, unclean, sanctified lives just because of some feelings. Just because he looked good, oh, he fine. Just because she looked good, oh, man, you just don't know. She fine. The devil is alive. That ain't your wife and that ain't your husband. You got to be set free right now. Can't no longer live in sin. And a lot of people, I don't know what you're scared of. What you what you scared of being married for? What you scared of? The commitment, okay. Continue to live your life in sin. You're not gonna prosper. You're not gonna prosper. God wanna bless you, but you can't continue to do something that is wrong. You can't continue to do something that is wrong. And then you know what they say? Well. You just don't know, honey. We ain't under the law no more. We ain't under the law Moses no more. We under we under grace and mercy. Well, let me tell you, sister, and let me tell you, brother. God, grace will keep you now. That's what the words say. His His grace is sufficient to keep thee. Yes, that is the word of God. But let's go back. Uh huh. Let's go back to Romans six and fourteen. Oh, I bless your name, Jesus. Uh, Yes, Lord, I bless you, Jesus. Romans 6 and 14 say, For sin shall not have dominion over you. For ye are not under the law, but under grace. Verse 15. What then shall we, shall we sin? Because we are not under the law, but under grace. God forbid. Yes, we under the law of grace. But you do not continue to live your life in sin. God forbid it. That's the word. That's the word of God. The devil don't want you to know the truth. The devil don't want you to know the truth. Don't want you to work in Walk it out. He don't want you to walk into your destiny. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. He come to steal, kill, and destroy. But today, you're going to have life. You're going to have more. You're going to have it more abundantly. No more willfully sinning. 
Mm-mm. No more willfully sinning. Okay? Let's go to Hebrews. I'm going to show you what I'm talking about. Because we're not, we, we're not going to continue to willfully, to willfully sin. I pray that this word is blessing someone because we are being set free on today. You know the truth on today. You got a weapon, which is the word. If you love the Lord like you say you would, you do, you will take this word and hide it in your heart and don't sin against it. Amen. Hallelujah, Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah, Jesus. God is so good and he's so worthy. He got so much, so many things in store for you all. But we we got to get this flesh. Under the submission of the Holy Ghost. Let's go to verse 26. Hebrew 10 and 26. And it says, For if we sin willfully after that we have received the knowledge of the truth, there remaineth no more sacrifice for sin. I'm going to close with that one. Okay. If you went willfully sin. I'm going to read one more time. Hebrews 10 and 26. For if we sin willfully. After that we have received the knowledge of the truth. There remaineth no more sacrifices for sin. You can't willfully sin. When you know the truth. You know the truth. Jesus is the way. The truth in the life. You know the truth. You cannot willfully sin. From this day forth anymore. The enemy job. Is to kill you. That's 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 what that's what the enemy want to do. He going he he want to kill you. Or, or try to steal from you or destroy you in some type of way. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. From this, this moment on, we will know the truth. We can't no longer be led by our feelings. Let's walk in this spirit. Let's walk in the spirit of God and defeat the enemy. Put on a whole armor of God so you'll be able to stand. And the enemy job is trying to weigh you down. Trying to weigh out your patience. Where you can turn back and continue in sin. Jesus loves you. He loves you. He loves you. Love is the greatest commandment. God gave his only begotten son. His only, oh glory, begotten son so we can be saved. To die on the cross for our sins. He died on the cross for our sins. 
but we cannot willfully and continually willfully sin and we know it's wrong you know the truth you know it's wrong and then use grace we just read in the scripture he forbids it We got to rightfully, oh, glory, 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 divide the word of truth rightfully. Thank you, Jesus. I love y'all. I hope you were blessed by this message. And I just pray. I pray, I pray, I pray that blessed are those that are not offended in him. Don't be offended by the word of God. Take the word of God and use it so God can get the glory. You don't have to be ashamed and live your life according to what the world say or how the world say live your life. From this day forth, be set free. And who the Son set free is free indeed. God bless. Until next time.